Hello, everyone. My name is Stephen Ron, and welcome back to the Profound Pickleball Podcast. I have a very special guest today. One of my favorite people in all of pickleball is joining me today. His name is Greg Spicer. And before I go to Greg, I need to tell you a little bit about Greg. Now, many of you out there will already know who Greg is. You've either heard of him or seen him play. Well, I have to say that Greg Spicer is one of the reasons that I got into pickleball. When I was living in Macon in 2017, I first went to a pickleball, uh, not really a clinic, but a gathering um, at a place called John Drew Smith Tennis Center. Not long after that, I found out that there was a group of teachers from one of the local schools in Macon that were pretty good pickleball players, and they graciously allowed me to play in their group. I couldn't believe it, and Greg was one of those players. Uh, Greg, Paul Midkiff was another one who's been on the podcast so I need to start off this podcast by saying thank you thank you thank you Greg for helping me and letting me join your group and being a big inspiration to be in pickleball welcome to the podcast Greg thank you Stephen well like I say it was it was really amazing that you guys you know were already pretty good players and then you let other people join your group um, and it was really a great experience and I've learned so much from you I um, you know was glad to play in a tournament. We played a tournament last year and did really well in that tournament. We took gold, Stephen. You can't we, do any we, better we, than that. We did take gold, absolutely. Uh, that was a tournament that was going to be at Shaw, but it got moved inside because of weather over in Villarica. And we had a really good day that day. That was a lot of fun playing with you. We did. So, you know, Stephen, right now, I think we're in the just a golden age of pickleball or at least a honeymoon period because that kind of welcoming uh, attitude that that you were lucky enough to get in Macon. I see that everywhere. Everywhere I play, uh, people are so friendly and the social aspect of this game, I hear it over and over again, that that is one of our greatest assets. And I hope we can protect that. I, I think we will be able to do that at least for a good while. I've been uh, coming across players from other communities like Dalton. Uh, a couple of guys from Dalton played in our round robin uh, last week. Uh, other guys from places like Rome, which Rome just expanded their public courts up there. There are tournaments, I know, in places like Dublin and Valdosta. So just within our own state, we're seeing a lot of, obviously, the popularity. But I love what you said about the social aspect. It's a very welcoming game. And you and Paul and the other folks from, from your school certainly exemplified you know, the welcoming aspect of the sport. And I'm really, really happy uh, to be part of that. Um, the, uh, one of the things I like to ask people sort of towards the beginning of the podcast is, is how did you get involved in this amazing sport, Greg? What is your pickleball origin story? Well, you've really already alluded to it, that the group of teachers that you talked about at Mount Sales, I was teaching high school English, uh, I guess, I guess it's been five years ago uh, that I started playing, or four and a half or five years ago. Uh, some of that crowd learned of the game and started playing, and a, there was a kind of a core group of five of us who started getting together every week and playing pickleball. And, uh, you know, we were, every one of us was bitten by the bug right away. Uh, so I kind of trace my pickleball lineage through Joe McDaniel, who's 
uh, had a connection with Mount DeSales, but he is kind of the, the godfather of pickleball in Macon, Georgia. Yes. And he got both Paul and I started. Uh, and I've, you know, I got to, one of my early experiences was going out to his house and playing at the court at his house. Yeah. Joe, Joe has been on the podcast with me and I forget how many people he said that has have been out to his house, but it was a pretty high number. And I was lucky to be invited out there one time as well. So that, that's, that's, that's an amazing thing to be able to do. And he's one of the best guys ever in pickleball too. Joe McDaniel, of course. Yes, he is. And certainly hundreds of people can trace their uh, pickleball lineage through Joe. I think he's really been a great ambassador for the sport. Ab absolutely. So the group over at the school now, if I remember correctly, we played indoors a few times over there, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. We play if the weather, you know, we always like to play outdoor. It's uh, it's more fun outdoors, I think. Yes. But uh, but we played in the gym at Mount Sales if it was rainy or cold. And, uh, you know, that was a great uh, experience, too. We liked playing that. I like that, too. Yeah, because we had the, the four courts over at um, Tattnall Square at the time. And I remember they were facing sort of the wrong way because remember late in the afternoons on that one side, you were basically looking into the sun on the one side. Yes, they were, they were absolutely facing into the sun. We were sharing those courts with the, uh, with the junior tennis. They, had, they were doubly marked. And, uh, you know, I know you'll know, you'll remember that Tattnall, I won't say it was in disrepair, but we had all those tennis courts and four pickleball courts. And there would be 25 or 30 people out there for those four pickleball courts and nobody on the tennis courts. And I think uh, that's one way that we were able to, to turn Tattnall into a pickleball center. And of course, now we've got, we've got a great center there. Absolutely, yes. And uh, John Drew Smith also has, don't they have six courts over there now? I think there are six at, at John Drew Smith and there are also uh, six or eight in South Macon at uh, Randy Stevens Rec Center. Okay. Um, but, you know, Tattnall is the uh, is the, the mother of making pickleball right now. Now, I don't know if you know this, Stephen, but uh, word is and I think this is pretty far along. I think it's for it's a it's a go for sure. But our old Macon Mall is going to be home to 32 indoor pickleball courts. And I think we're going to do it right. I think it's going to be an outdoor surface and heavy, you know, per, if not permanent, you know, those heavy nets. Right. And uh, so we're going to be, we are going to be a, uh, a pickleball mecca in Georgia sooner rather than later, I think. Well, now I had heard about that project, but I wasn't, I had not heard that it was really that far along. This is really I, interesting. Yeah, I think it's a go. I mean, I think they've broken ground. You know, we're going to build a, an amphitheater out there for music and, and a big one, too. I think maybe a 10,000-seat amphitheater. There's going to be shops, and uh, some of the county and city is going to have offices uh, at, the, at the old mall. So this is a project that really we are very, very excited about. Wow, that, that is amazing. Um, again, I just heard a few rumors about that, but you know, I moved away from Macon uh, almost two years ago now, so I'm not as, as plugged in to what's going on anymore. But 
what you're telling me, Greg, does not surprise me at all because I saw the momentum that was happening in Macon, you know, when I left there in 2020. And I am really not surprised at all with the, the, the growth and development of the game and the forward thinking attitude that the, the uh, city county seems to have as well. Wouldn't you agree with that? I, I definitely would agree. Uh, you know, Paul Midkiff deserves uh, all the credit in the world for really uh, helping Macon pickleball explode on the scene. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm going to give the credit to all of us, to all the members of Making Pickleball, too, because uh, even, you know, I was out there this morning and we had, you know, on a Friday morning, uh, there must have been 30 people out there playing pickleball this morning. And quite a few of them were brand new. And I saw that uh, folks were reaching out to them, to them and helping them get involved in some games and talking to them. So it's been just a, it's a great environment in Macon right now for pickleball. Well, I tell you what, when I did move back up here, I was amazed at how many people up this way had heard about Macon and the fact that Macon was having so many good players. And remember, was it last year? I think you guys came up and won the Club Wars competition. Remember that? We did either last year or the year before we won the Division II Club right. Wars. And so, yeah, that which is pretty good. You know, we're we're still new in Macon. I don't, I don't think any of us, maybe Joe and just a couple other people have been playing for more than uh, four or four and a half years. But uh, most of us are, we're, we are uh, newbies in the pickleball world. Yeah, I remember that pretty well because that was last spring. And the reason I remember it pretty well is because the team you happened to beat in the finals just happened to be the Shaw Park team that I was on. So I remember that <laughs> quite well, Greg. Thank you very much. <laughs> but it was it was really fun playing uh, against you guys, you know. Um, and so the Macon has a strong reputation, I will say, you know, up this way where we've got a lot more population up this way. You know, I live in Cobb. But, you know, Fulton has a lot of great players, Cherokee. Um, but the reputation that Macon has is very strong here. People know if they play somebody from Macon, they're going to have a tough match. I'll tell you that. Well, that's great to hear. We, we are proud of where of how quickly we've become at least somewhat relevant in the pickleball world in Georgia. Oh, I, I would say more than relevant. I, I, would, I would really say that Macon is, is, again, in my personal opinion, the, probably the leading community for pickleball because again in the Atlanta area things are so spread out whereas Macon it's all right there in the one county pretty much and you know Fulton's done some great things Cobb has done some things Cherokee's kind of getting started but again it's so spread out in Atlanta you don't have that really one huge tennis or pickleball center like you guys have in Tattnall Square uh, there is a center a, a place up in northeast Georgia. It's called Crestwind. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. It's where they do the uh, Club Wars now. It's up. Yeah, I have been up there. It's in Hoxton, or is that right? Is that what you call that Hoxton, place? I think is the way you pronounce yeah. it. Hoxton, yeah. It's a little far from, you know, metro Atlanta that, you know, but people do like to go up there and play. But as far as having a nice facility, Macon, to me, has a nicer facility than anywhere in the metro Atlanta area for pickleball. It really does. Well, we're pretty, we're, we're not done yet. We're going to make it better, I think. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Greg, tell me a little bit about um, your, your success in tournaments recently has been really impressive. And I, 
was very, very uh, privileged to, to be able to watch you uh, and your mixed partner. I believe she was from Oklahoma. Is that correct? In Indian Wells? Is that right? Yes, I, uh, uh, Denise Brinkworth and I met at the uh, National Indoor Championship last year uh, off the players needing partner list. We just happened to hook up and she's a, a fabulous player in Oklahoma City. And we were able to, to really kind of roll through the field at the National Indoor Championship. And that qualified us for Indian Wells. And we agreed that we'd get out there and play. I, also, I qualified in singles, too, uh, at the National Indoor. And uh, then I was picked up as a partner uh, for men's doubles. Okay. So that was a fantastic experience at, at Indian Wells. It's the coolest place. I, uh, I'm qualified to go back this year, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm planning to do it. My wife, bless her heart, has been... Uh, had quite a reserve of patience because I've been running around uh, playing pickleball tournaments quite a bit this year. Right. Uh, I've been to South Florida three times already this year in the, uh, down at Delray Beach, at Boca, and at Punta Gorda playing in big tournaments. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gone for almost a week at a time when that happens. But so far, she's putting up with me. Well, that's great. I was really thinking back to Indian Wells. I got to see the match that you and is it Denise, you said was her name? Denise, yeah. The match that put you into the medal round. Um, I was there with uh, like Sarah O'Brien was there. Um, I think Christy Kine was there. We were watching you and that was a tough match you guys had there to but you guys pulled out and got into the medal round. I remember. Well, that. you know, we uh, uh, we we got beat i think in uh maybe the second round of the main draw and had to really fight our way back through the back draw i think we ended the day six wins and two losses so that was a it was a lot of pickleball for us that day and yeah. the doggone it the team that put us in the back draw Stephen, we had just run into them in a practice match the day before, and we beat the stuff in that. Yeah. We beat them like eleven to two, and then sure enough, the day the next day comes, and then they did the same thing to us. They gave us a spanking, put us in the back draw. Wow. But uh, you know, I had a great partner. You saw it. You, oh, you yeah. see, oh, yeah. she's a super partner, and uh, we're about to we're going to play together again at this year's uh, national indoors in Hoover in June. We're going to try to defend our championship. So I'm pretty pumped up to do that. And I hope, I hope she'll uh, play with me at Indian Wells again this year. Well, that, that would be great if, if possible. I tell you, I think you guys might even get a little higher on that medal stand this time this year, I'm thinking, hopefully so. Well, you know, there is nothing in the tournaments. I think uh, there's nothing like experience. I mean, the, the, the more tournaments you play, the the easier it is to not uh, choke or to not get, uh, not have your nerves get the best of you. And I think just the more times you're there, uh, you just have a better chance of success. Yeah, the mental game is, is so important in those tournaments. And the, the first few tournaments, you know, I remember I played, you know, I was more nervous than anything because I was like, what am I doing out here? But after you played a few, you know, it, you do settle down a bit and you get more comfortable with things. And if you know, if you get behind, you know, it's not the end of the world. You can come back because pickleball lends itself to comebacks. It seems to me, 
Um, yeah, it really does. I hope we I hope we never go to that rally scoring because the I think part of the great one of the great things of pickleball is that uh, only the serving team can score, but but the way this game is built the receiving team has got that built-in advantage because of that second bounce rule. Both of the receivers can be right there at the non-volley zone line. Both of the servers have to fight their way in to equalize, and yet only the servers can score. So that does, that's what lends itself to those comebacks that, that we see. Right. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. If they go to rally scoring ever, you know, that's gone because you just can't win that many points in a row as a server, uh, at least not usually. You can't, you can't win uh, that many rallies in a row, I should exactly. say. Maybe you can win that many points, but not that many rallies in a row. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well, Greg, something very historic happened recently with you in one of these tournaments. Was it at Delray Beach? Is that the one you were telling me about? Yes, Delray Beach, you know, they're, they're trying out the Super Senior Pro Tour. And that's for, uh, at this event, it's for ages 60 and up. Well, I had played in one Senior Pro event, uh, I think it was last year in uh, Tampa. I played a, a Senior Singles event, and I played okay. I, I was two and out, but I wasn't embarrassed with my performance. But I'm telling you, you know, I'm 65 in pickleball years, Stephen, and being 15 years older than the rest of the field is tough because everyone else at that tournament in this, the singles that I played was in their early 50s, save one person, and that was Scott Moore, who was 59, and he's, of course, like won 16 national championships. Yeah, no kidding. So, uh, <laughs> so old though he may be, he's still very, very good. But they've, they've, they're trying out a super senior tour, which is for 60 and up, or they, they're even going to do one event that's 65 and up. Okay. Uh, so that puts me more in the uh, more competitive. It gives me a chance to be competitive. And my partner and I, who has just turned 60, David Comey's from Austin, Texas, which, in, you know, now it's become the absolute center of pickleball in the um, United States, that Dripping Springs area just outside of Austin. All the pros have moved down there. Uh, so Dave, I had David as a partner. He's a great player. And uh, Ken Herman, the head of the APP, told me the night before, hey, Greg, we're going to put you and David on center court tomorrow morning for the very first APP Super Senior Tour match. And so David and I found ourselves on center court at Delray Beach Tennis Center. It's a fabulous facility. And uh, sure enough, we pulled off a win. So I claim... <laughs> Along with my partner, David Cummy, the very first win in the Super Senior Pro Tour. History has been made. How that's, about what, <laughs> that's my claim. That is my claim. You can't take that one away from me. Well, I can't think of anybody who deserves that more. That's <laughs> and, and the fact that you won the match is even better. How about that? It, it really was great. It was two tough players. We beat them in three. And, you know, we were, we were, we lost our next two, unfortunately, but we were very competitive. We, uh, we went to three games. We split games and went to a third with the eventual bronze medalists. And that team beat Scott Moore and his partner, put them in the back draw. So, you know, they're the real deal. 
Uh, now, Scott Moore and his partner avenged their loss to them later in the tournament. But then in the back draw, we blew, oh God, this is painful, but we blew a 7-1 lead in the back oh, draw no. and lost it 15-10. But to a very talented duo. And, you know, we didn't make that many mistakes to lose that, that big lead. Well, I can imagine just probably every team in that kind of draw is going to be tough. Um, there's no easy outs in something like that. No, no, it was a full of good players. And that's what was so great for me is to, uh, you know, you never really know how you uh, stack up against the best players. It's, it's, it's hard when you're in Macon, Georgia, uh, to, we, you know, the best players in the world don't live in Macon. They're in California and Florida and in Austin, Texas. But, uh, you know, they gather together at the big tournaments, and especially this one, which was this big uh, super senior, the first super senior pro event. I knew that, uh, you know, I get a chance to test my medal, and I think I came out okay. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm kind of full of confidence going forward. Well, that, that is awesome, awesome stuff, Greg. So as far as tournaments, the, the rest of the year, obviously you said you're playing Hoover. I will see you in Hoover. Um, I'll be playing with my partner, Rich, again. I think you've met Rich before. Um, yeah, Rich Peace. I sure yes. have, yeah. Yeah, now, we took a silver last year in Hoover, and we got into the lottery for Indian Wells, so we're going to maybe get us see if we can get ourselves a golden ticket this year. We'll, you we'll, need we'll, to get that gold. You know, last year, Denise and I played in the 55s because she was 59, but we're going to get to play in the 60s this year. So I'm, I'm hopeful that we can repeat. I'm going to play in... Uh, I think I'm going to play in five events there because, uh, uh, you know, you can partner up with, if you're as old as me, they have this, the senior events, they hold on different days than the under sixties. Right. So if, if you're 60 and over, you can play with the old folks and then you can pick up a partner who's in their fifties and play that day too. So I think I'm going to play all five days there. Wow, man. <laughs> that's like iron man pickleball there Good yeah game. well i hope i hope i get tired because that means i'm winning i'm playing a lot well, here. two and out every day might not get you that tired. <laughs> exactly exactly well, i don't expect i don't expect many two and outs from you in any tournament so <laughs> thank you well the problem i have is is rich you know he's a youngster he's he's only in his late 40s so we still have to play in the 35 so yeah and that's a lot i'm telling you that is a tougher group the, yeah i played last year in the uh i think the 19s i uh, had a really good partner to play in the 19s and uh I, i'm afraid i dragged him down those that's guys were just too man. fast <laughs> in 20 year olds and 25 yeah, that's right well, they got a lot more energy and a lot more quickness, man. Yes, a 19, um, I just got to tell you, I think a 19-year-old 4.5 or a 4.0 is better than a 60-year-old 4.0 or 4.5 on the whole. <laughs> there are factors that, that go into that. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Well, well Greg, tell me a little bit more about, um, kind of getting back to, to uh, making a little bit here. Um, I know that there are several people in Macon who are doing some coaching, and I know you're one of those. So tell me a little bit about your coaching that you're doing down there. I am. You know, I retired as a high school teacher. Uh, gosh, I think it's been three, a little over three years ago now. And I have thrown myself into pickleball completely. And so I'm, I, I don't consider myself retired 
but I consider myself to be a pickleball coach. And, you know, I'm certified as a professional by the PPR, and I take a little bit of pride in that. And so I work as much as I can doing that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to do a clinic in Dublin. I've got a clinic in Macon with a, uh, a group of ladies coming up Saturday. I've got a clinic in Vidalia and a clinic in Dublin coming up. So I'm working, I'm starting to work a little bit outside of Macon in the middle Georgia region. Uh, we've got four certified coaches though in Macon right now. And, uh, uh, Probably we could use more. I just don't know that. I think we're at the front of the wave, Stephen. I think they're just pickleball is going to continue to explode. Uh, you know, I'm doing some coaching as much as I can. Paul Midkiff is still coaching away. Uh, Jason Garriott, who is a he's a he's he plays on the regular pro tour frequently. He's a singles specialist, but he's been playing doubles and mixed lately. You know, he knows his stuff. And then I don't, do you know, Dave Altman? Of course I know Dave. Yeah. Dave, Dave's got himself certified as a coach and he's doing some coaching around too. So it's, uh, uh, you know, we've got a really great setup there at Tattnall and uh, we're trying to serve the public. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, now, Greg, I remember when I was down there, you, um, when you were starting to really get into playing a lot of tournaments, uh, you became a rep, I believe, for Gearbox. Is that correct? You're starting well, I'm not, a, I'm not a rep. I'm a, I'm a dealer. I can sell their stuff. I don't represent them. I don't work for them exactly. Now, they sponsor my tournament play, okay. whatever that means in pickleball. That You know what that means. <laughs> they give you a few paddles, and they give you a bag, and they give you some clothes to wear. But Hey, I like that. <laughs> I like free stuff. Um, so yeah, I've been, uh, the, the gear, I, you know, I love their gear. So for me, it's just a natural fit. I, uh, because I'm teaching, it, it makes sense for me to have some paddles to sell. Uh, and, uh, you know, I love, I love the new stuff. They give me stuff to, to play the tournaments with. Uh, ghost sleeves I, I love their stuff too and it's the same way they've been giving me their uh, uh, product to try out and it's fantastic stuff it's you know when you get uh, when you get to be over 60 you got to kind of be careful with your joints and I found that having those compression sleeves on my knees and my calves has been a, just a huge help I'm feeling great I knock on wood, you know, every day I, I know this could be my last day playing pickleball. So I, I try to stay grateful for every minute, but the ghost sleeves have been a big help to, to keep me healthy too, I think. Right. Are any other um, sponsors that you might want to mention here? Well, you know, Buff Head, well, you know, you know, my hair is pretty long, Stephen. <laughs> so I got to get, uh, I got to keep my hair out of my eyes. And so I use Buff, uh, uh, buff multifunctional headwear and uh, they give me a deal on that to just to mention them like this <laughs> absolutely yeah i i actually wear uh the buff when, when it gets warmer you know i don't have the, the hairstyle that you have but um i bought a couple of buff um things last year and I, they're really great so yeah they're great to keep the sweat away too for oh sure and they make good hat liners they're good for everything they right. really are they're great but they really are um, now, Greg, I'm going to ask one more question, and this is a question I like to sort of finish off most of my episodes with, and I think I know the answer already, kind of the, the way you've been talking, but 
I'm going to let you maybe go a little deeper on the on the answer. The question I like to ask people is, if you could find or if you could identify one aspect of this game that you would put at the top of why the game is so meaningful to you, what your favorite part of the game is, um, any any whatever, and it can even be multiple things if you can't just land on one. And tell us about what what is so special about this game that that, that drew you in and keeps you going. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Stephen. Really, uh, first and foremost, it is the goodwill that I see out there. That I see. It's just the sheer joy that seems to be rampant at pickleball events, and and not just you know at the rec level. Of course, people are laughing and having fun. But so far, even at these big tournaments where, you know, people can get a little overly serious in a lot of sports when you put a thousand of them together and you're competing for prizes or even money, uh, things can get serious. But so far, I I have seen almost no ill will. It's happiness and friendliness and laughing. And I'm telling you, Stephen, we are in the golden age when it comes to the pros. You know, uh, you can walk right up to them and talk to them and get your picture taken with them. And there are so there are dozens of the friendliest guys and ladies who are playing pro pickleball right now that are they're looking at it the same way we are, that it's just so much fun and such a joy to be around people that are having fun. Yeah. So I, that has to be the top thing. I mean, it's great exercise. It's all, there's, you can run a list, a long list of positives about pickleball, but the best thing of all is just being around people that are having a good time. Well, the, the first guest I had on the podcast was Paul Midkiff. And when I asked him the question, he said, basically, the number one thing is without a doubt, laughter. Yes. And they talked about how how you play this long, grueling point. You may have a point that goes 35, 40 shots, and somebody may just dump a silly one in the net, and people will laugh and have a good time about it, you know, because um, it was such a good point. And no matter how it ends, there's almost always laughter after almost every point, it seems like. If you're a ground, you know, the kind of people that you know and that you love playing with and the goodwill, like you said, that that just really, you know, I, I knew that's that's where you were going. That's not hard to figure out here. Um, but yes, in, like you and I have played other sports and we know how, I'll use the word cutthroat it can be sometimes. People are looking for an edge and they're serious and they're getting, you know, cranky and um, confrontational in some cases. And that does occasionally happen in pickleball, but it's 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 an oddity to have something like that happen, it seems like. Don't you agree? I do agree. At least, at least that's the way it is now. And I really, I'm hopeful that we can preserve that. I really, I don't know if it's because we're new, but uh, for whatever reason, and I'm hoping that, you know, tournaments and leagues uh, don't create an overly serious atmosphere. I hope we can keep that happy part of this. It's joy, that happy joy that uh, all of us get it. I mean, it draws, it it's what's drawing us in by the multitudes to this sport. You know, we're, we are the fastest growing sport in the country, surely the world. And it's, it's been that way for at least two years. 
and it seems to me like it's going to stay that way for a while. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I see. I don't know when the end of the growth will happen, if it ever does, but it's going to be growing incredibly for a while. I have, I'm lucky enough to have some family who live out in the Austin area, and I'm actually planning a trip there in 2024 to go see the uh, total solar eclipse, but you better believe I'll be taking my pickleball paddle with me at that point. Yep, and I bet you, you won't have any trouble finding a place and people to play with either. Well, that, that's another thing about pickleball that, that we, we see a lot of this up here. People will come in town for business for a week or so, and they'll post on a, a Facebook page or something. Hey, I'm in town from Indiana or California. Where can I find some games? Yeah. Are almost always responding. Hey, go here, go there. We'll be playing here. We'll save a spot for you. That I don't know what that really exists that much in other sports, to be honest. No, I don't think so. I see that. I see that every week, too, Stephen. I sure do. Yeah. All right. Well, Greg, this has been fantastic. I can't tell you how happy I am that you uh, agreed to come on. We've been trying to do this for a while. And I know that you uh, also, I'll say one more thing about, I know that you kind of maybe want to mention your social media. Are you still going by the pickleball dude in your social Yeah, I'm, well, I, that's, my, <laughs> that's my nickname at tournaments. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, I introduce myself as Greg when I meet my opponents. But on the score sheet, it says the pickleball dude. And so that's, there's got to be one. And I am he. Uh, I've, I do have a YouTube channel. It's Greg Spicer Pickleball. It's just really for me and the people who uh, I play with, because it's right now, it's nothing but uh, video of the games, you know, rec games. We have a weekly money ball tournament in, uh, in Macon. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm at tournaments, I try to record it, but that extra stressor of having to get my equipment up and running is usually too much for me. So I frequently yeah. screw up the tournament recordings, but if, if I've got time and if I'm relaxed enough, I'll do that. So those are just games. If you go out there though, please subscribe to it. Believe it or not, even as I don't have very many subscribers, but even a few, uh, you know, it helps you with uh, sponsors, with Gearbox and with uh, the, the folks that help me out. It helps me for more people to sign up. Okay, so everybody subscribe to Greg Spicer Pickleball on YouTube. Yeah, thank you. Not only see him play, but see some really good good matches of some great players in Macon and some of his tour tournament matches. And um, so, like I said, Greg, thank you so, so much for this. I really appreciate it. And I hope to see you on the court sometime soon, okay? Thank you, Stephen. I hope so too, buddy.